What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another the Breaking Barriers pod, where we're talking all things and anything basketball. I'm your co-host, GZ Hoops. Let me throw this no look over to my boy real quick. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Mark, a.k.a. Breaking Barriers Training. G and I both would like to express our appreciation for the love and support you guys have been showing. Please continue to tune in to each episode and also go follow us on IG and Twitter, both at Breaking Barriers Training and GZ Hoops. Let me finish this bucket. My brother, man. Let's go, Mark. What's up with you, broski? How are you? Emergency podcast. Emergency podcast. This is different. Nah, see, sure. like, that's what we joke around. Like, normally we have it pretty scheduled out. Typically Saturday mornings, a couple uh-huh. of minutes shot it down, whatever. But, like... But what just went down about 30 minutes ago, we figured we hop on here and just chop it up a little bit, talk Man. to each other and see what other people got to say about it. Um, I mean, first and foremost, episode 82 of the pod, we right. out here. We um, out here, man, for sure. Shout out to everybody that be tapping in, sharing our, our episodes, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Pod, everybody. Um, last Greatly couple episodes, we've been getting some love, man. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, you know, you you got a little clout over there when you be uh tagging them people and maybe you know retweeting it. So mm-hmm. that that's always been my plan. Like since we started this, I'm like I'm gonna tag some people that I know we're gonna share it, and then now I really don't even have to tag them; they'll share it regardless because they just regularly listen. But it's still shout hard. out to them. Shout out to them because I mean, even if they is sharing it every time, we got eyes, new eyes catching in every time. You know, and it's it's greatly appreciated, man. For sure, bro. I mean. I guess even before – the reason we're having this podcast episode is Kyrie Irving trades to the Dallas Mavericks, right? Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> crazy, crazy stuff. But at least let's at least just have a quick little update on us. Um, For sure. I mean, I know you guys had – what, like – I mean, we recorded – was it last weekend or the weekend before? And I feel like you've had like 30 games since then, <laughs> honestly. I, I want to say it was – I think it was two weekends ago. Uh, we was, we was um, actually last weekend. I want to say was it? I don't even remember. Because because we was, remember we we had to. Uh, I was saying if we oh in that game we we was gonna be playing Hickory and Kennedy. You're right. You're right. And I didn't say yeah. anything really about my stuff because I didn't talk to some people on my right. end. Right. So yeah, I guess it's been a week. But y'all definitely have had what like three games, four games. We have four Hickory, Kennedy, and two Erie schools. Yes. I mean. Good week, bad week. All weeks are good. Let's be real. We're able overall, to play the game, coach the game, but overall good week. Um, we competed. Mm-hmm. Laps lapses, of course, as any other basketball team. So therefore, you know, we suffered a couple losses and we were undefeated, but we learned. So that's mm-hmm. all you can do is learn from your mistakes. For sure. I mean, that's what we were talking about yesterday through text. Like it's corny and it's cliche, but it's never a loss. It really is a lesson. It's just how you bounce back, both as a coach, both as a staff, and then the players themselves. Because, like, we talk about it all the time. Like, a coach's role is obviously to put their guys and girls in the best position to win. Right. But at the end of the day, they got to get the job done as well. It's a two-way right. street. Exactly. So, you know, um, no excuses. We just lost. Yeah. Uh, we got, like – we got about four games left and then hopefully some tournaments. Okay. So, you know, we winding down on the end of the season and we stand in that 10 and one right now. 
I mean, and we play tomorrow. Okay, who you got tomorrow? Greenville. They just they was just um, recently undefeated and lost to Hickory as well. Really? Yeah, but they lost okay. worse. Than, they lost a little worse than us. So, huh. so I mean, should be a good game at least, somewhat. You never know. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is too, like for people that don't know, Marky's coaching at Farrell, right? Which yes, is or predominantly a smaller city, smaller school. So like. It's not like he has like a million kids coming to play every single season, every single year. So like a lot of the schools he's naming, and especially the couple ones that I know he went out and played in Erie, Pennsylvania, like they have a much greater pool of individuals. Man. Oh my god. So like it's a little different game, man. So like for y'all to go out there, compete, get dubs, took an L or whatever, like it doesn't matter. Like as long as you're getting better, that's really what it comes down to. Bro, the beginning of the year uh, to now, like you know, I had high expectations, of course. Mm-hmm. And we played that first game against Mohawk, and I'm like, man, we all hype. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you know, of course, time went on, and you know, I got to get more gym time and more practice time and more yells and everything that a coach needs to get him right. I got to get more time of that with him, and you know, I look at him now, and we wasn't dodging wreck then, and we definitely ain't dodging it now. And um, I put my team up against. Anybody that want to play just because, you know, I got that much confidence in our coach and they playing. Mm-hmm. And they've been they've been hooping, man. I can't I can't complain, bro. Like, it's crazy. I guess I do have one question. I mean, this varies between school everywhere, really. But like, right. even like that two day tournament you guys just went to in Erie, PA, like. Was that pre-scheduled or was that like your nah, like director just... throwing you all out there? Or was that you? Like, how did that even come about? I'm always interested about that. Uh, well, you know, at the beginning of the season, uh, me and I, I asked for more games. We just wanted mm-hmm. to play more games because we only played like 12 last year. But it was like we played like two every week. So it seemed like there was like the season flew by, but it went slow at the same time. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we kind of wanted more games. So. Uh, we asked for more games. They got us in that Mohawk one, you know, to to give us a couple more games. And then, honestly, I, I think the AD just found this tournament where they came about. I don't know how it came about, but I got a text one day. It was just like, y'all be going to Erie in two weeks. And <laughs> I was like, all right. You know, I ain't we ain't going to back down from it. So <laughs> just took it and, you know, we played our regular schedule games and then, you know, added that into it. Cool. Nah, I mean – that's another thing, too. It's not like you just were playing 10 minutes down the road, 15 minutes down the road. Like, Erie's a solid hour 20. Yeah. Like, trust me, bro, going to school, going to college in Erie, like, I've made that drive so many times. I've definitely made it in an hour, but I've also made it in, like, a buck 45, two hours. Depends on weather. Depends on how, how heavy your foot is on that pedal. You know what I'm saying? So, it's mm-hmm. like that's not just like an easy stroll go down there hoop and come back like that's a full day's worth of basketball it yes, is, it is. really and honestly for just one game mm-hmm. you know so you gotta think about it we traveling all this way just for one game and then we coming back home mm-hmm. you know so it was, all to do it again the next day exactly and then not to mention my kids just played uh three game, two games before these two games you mm-hmm. know so two like play- league, league games two league games and, you know, have practices. So, you know, they they put a, they put their body through a lot this weekend. That was probably, like, the most basketball they played since, like, you know, little kid tournaments. That so, or, like, AAU or, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, um, 
it was a great week for them. You know, they obviously didn't come out 2-0 like they wanted, but it was great basketball, man. I mean, I can't complain. We we playing good basketball, like I said. So, mm-hmm. No, nah, and is. honestly, man, like, it's just good to get out of, like, not even just your area, but your comfort zone in that sense. Like, playing the same schools year in, year out, whatever. But like, You know the situation. You know the deal. Yeah, like, Especially you as a coach you, and the kids. Like, they know. Right. Nine times out of ten, they know who they're going to play. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like getting out there, playing some new faces, seeing some different competition level, that all the whole nine yards, like, it's what you want. It was love, bro. And it was like, we was like the road warriors, too, because, like, we went out there both times and we played at both – both times we played teams, obviously, from Erie, right? So, we get there the first night and we're watching the game before us and then we get on and the the crowd is just so hostile and we in this little tight compacted gym mm-hmm. and the, the fans is basically on the court and we we literally have three fans and the rest of the gym is packed with the other team fans and just people from Erie. So it's my, just a squad, man. It's just us. We're road warriors, you know, my, my squad just they had to learn how to go out there and adapt to, you know, a smaller court um with people closer on it. Then they had to adapt to um, not having no fans at all. Like, you know, just a little stuff like that. Because our fans, I got to give a shout out to them. They've been with us the whole season. Like, we we had – we ain't shutting down away, far away games, but we got fans that's still coming. You know, we got mm-hmm. a good amount. So, uh, that was the first time we really didn't have a good amount of fans. And, you know, the kids never wavered. Both mm-hmm. games, though. You know, we shot ourselves in the foot to set a couple missed calls, but – I mean, it's part of the game. Yeah. Like yeah, like we've been saying, like at the end of the day, basketball is basketball. Like that's why you play the game. They're like playing both of those games is only gonna get you guys that much more exposure, experience, just better at the end of the day, as opposed to not hooping, not competing. Man, so. exactly. And and like we always say, bro, after a while the kids get tired of hearing you at practice. Facts, man. <laughs> no running those stuff. So like seeing that, that also gets us prepared for a good Greenville team who was also 10 and one. Um, mm-hmm. And then if we see Hickory again, they got us prepared for that, you know, cause Do you guys we, have like a league, like, is there like a city championship or I don't even really know how it goes. Nah, it's just middle I was school. Like, I was in like the parochial school stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just Struggle. middle school. So we just basically got re- basically just a regular season game. And then okay. if we find any type of tournaments, we go to that, but see, that's what they need to have though. Like a, like a Mercer County, Middle school tournament at the end of the season. Lowe is trying to bring that back. Where, so. I mean, honestly, like the regular season play comes into effect where there's seeding, one through whatever, how many schools. And, yeah, like you battle it out to see who's kind of the Mercer County champion. That's what we used to do in the parochial side of things, which was yeah. cool. Obviously, smaller sample size, but it'd be sick for the, the public schools as well. Yeah, like Lowe's trying to bring back uh, the end of the season tournament for feral period. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we, you know, me and Ike always say that all the time. Ike, like, yeah, we all, if, what if we all got the same records? Like, how do you sit here and say, yeah, like, it's kind of weird, you know? And, like, obviously, Hickory's undefeated, so they'll have the for best now. record, yeah, until we play them again. Mm-hmm. We coming, we coming for y'all, too, because yeah. I noticed some of them listen, so we coming for y'all. But, um, yeah, man, you know, it, it is what it is, though. You know, we, we hopefully trying to get in a couple of tournaments at least so we could continue to play more basketball. Um, together, my, one of my players said the other day, "Man, I want like twenty more games together." So mm-hmm. that that tell you the type of season we having. So 
to be honest, bro, like, I know this, like, can mess with your ability to go to nationals and whatnot. But if you – because I think you can have, like, no more than – I want to say four kids from a single school on an AAU team. Right, right. Which is, like, whatever. But if you if you could keep, like, a – I'm not saying your full roster, but if you get, like, the five to maybe six, seven guys that really want to keep playing year-round and just throw them at AAU teams and roll them in AAU tournaments, like, that can definitely benefit everybody in the long run. Definitely would, but you know these these cats is at Feral, so I know they're they, they're going right to track track. Listen, and football. <laughs> we're in actual season of basketball, and they still are having mandatory track practices. It's like I'm like, wow, <laughs> like it's different, okay. bro. It's, yeah, and you know that's what crazy. we talked about too, like smaller school type stuff, and just like exactly, it's just like a pride thing too, to be honest. So. And, and, you know, I mean, obviously track helps build you to be faster and, mm-hmm. you know, more things. So they're going to get their kids stronger to be oh, man. better. So I can't. That's I'm a, not bad. I only I, – I always joked about, it, like, I played track. I ran track one year, just senior year of high school, just to do it. One final thing. Honestly, bro, I should have done that all four years instead of playing baseball. Man, for my, the athletic ability purposes, like, just to keep my cardio and just strength training and everything. Like, track. Learn how to breathe. They teach dope, you how to man. breathe, bro. Mm-hmm. Like the track coach wanted to be so bad for like two years, and I just it was kept, fun. I'm not even gonna lie. I mean, when you're winning, it's fun too. But <laughs> he, you know, like he kept telling me that. And I'm just like, nah, I'm cool. I'll, I'll work on basketball. I'm working out for basketball. I just kept putting it off, bro. Mm-hmm. But looking back at it, I should have did it. But you know, you live and you learn. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about it. Kids play more more than one sport. Try to at least at least when you're younger. Not necessarily high school, but when you're younger. Play everything and anything, it'll benefit you that much more when you choose your individual sport. For sure. Definitely will. Please do. Um, let's see here. I mean, at least on my end of things, had another game yesterday, had some good pickup this morning. I'm going to say, bro, I'm sore as hell. <laughs> like the back-to-back <laughs> stuff is definitely getting to me again. Yep. But hoops is hoops. I'm not going to lie. I was beat up this morning just from – I got, like, no sleep last night based off my apartment. The heat's not working in here. Wow. And it's like I was looking back home. Like, it's, like, dang near the same temp, like, 30s. Oh, yeah, so, for sure. You already know yeah, that. I finally, like, contacted our, our maintenance. They got in touch with me. I got some space heaters in here. But I'm like, yo, y'all better pay for the electricity, though. <laughs> so, Bro ain't playing no games. Heck no. But nah, I'm just happy to be back playing again, man. I've been shooting the hell out the ball. I'm not gonna lie. That's that confidence. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I think we talked about it last episode, but like sometimes when you don't play as much, you kind of get back into a rhythm as well. You're not thinking too much. Yeah, you know, you just missed it so much. You kind of don't care who out there, or what's going on, mm-hmm. what you what you didn't do. You almost in the mode of I got to kill everything just because mm-hmm. it could be taken away at any moment again. Make up for lost time, for real, for real. Yeah, so, you know, you just really trying to enjoy the moment that you get to play it again. Bro, yeah, I mean, y'all y'all got any games yourselves coming up? Man, we ain't I – mean, it's, it's tough when you guys are coaching. Yeah, we ain't we ain't been playing. We've been locked in on this coaching stuff, man. I ain't going to lie. We It'll was undefeated. come back in a couple weeks, couple months. Yeah, when we was undefeated, we was on that push to, you know, really try to push the undefeated season. So Just we, make sure you get in shape. Before you go out there and compete, though, I've been running up and down with the kids. Okay, all right, good. Yeah, so I don't need I, no injuries. Yeah, I I even did a seventeen with them. So yeah, so this cat I'm, is dedicated. 
Hey, listen, they be getting listen, man. I, when you got some type of kids, you got to make bets with them, man, because mm-hmm. it's, it's you got to keep them entertained, you know. And, well, if you're gonna do it, that'll make them do it that much harder for a exactly. Bit. And I, you know, I, I picked out a kid, of course. I'm like, if I beat him, then y'all got three more. <laughs> so now, now he don't want to, he ran like a Mack truck. Matter of fact, it's, it's Malik, little brother. I call him oh, Mack okay. truck because he's so slow. On defense and offense, bro. Like he's gonna move them feet, boy. Bro, that boy, that boy lifts his legs up and gets nowhere. <laughs> we caught. It's like you know, just trying to stay engaged with the kids. They they love it, and it's like they look at me as the cool coach because I'm young, so mm-hmm. I like can relate with them. But then I could get out there and run with them, and they like, man, this cat is cold, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Yeah, I try to I try to make practice fun for him because gotta be fun, it, man. It's a lot of pressure on him still, bro. With one loss, you know, we got a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. So, and to be honest, bro, like next year when they're freshmen, practices won't be that fun. Not at frank. all. Yeah, to put it put it nicely, a uh, lot of them probably won't play because they got to run for twenty minutes straight at practices. It's a, it's a different level. We've talked about that before, but um. Let's talk about this trade real quick, bro. We got to dive into it. Um, yeah, we ain't going to have no long episode for y'all no, today, no, no. people. I don't even know. I guess we can talk about it real quick. Probably no commercial break, right? We'll just talk about this and then. Yeah, that'll be the end of it. Cool. Unless there was one other thing. you, I forget what you messaged me the other day. If you think of it, let me know, but I can't think of it. We messaged too much to. <laughs> I even... don't even what it's about. <laughs> so, all right. The, yeah, like we said, coming on here real quick to talk about Kyrie Irving. Requesting a trade two days ago, and then about 40 minutes ago, Shams announced that he is traded to the Dallas Mavericks. And now, they did that to be funny because he wanted to go to L.A. and they know that. Bro, but like I was when I was just texting a little bit ago, like I did see some murmurs of Dallas. Like he he's made comments about playing with Luca, like he likes Luca's game, that kind of thing. But like, can this really work? I, that's what I want to know. Like, I, like when we was messaging, like I said, bro, I feel like this is like James Harden, Chris Paul, two point I like that comparison. I do. I, you know, like because they both will break you down. They can score, but where's the defense? Like, yeah, Kyrie been playing a little more defense recently, but he's not a lockdown still. You know. Mm-hmm. And, and like, to be honest, bro, like CP, even at that point in his career, he's always been a point god. Like he's trying to facilitate. He'll get a bucket, but like, right, right. Kyrie's definitely looking to get one more than CP. So it's like you got two ball dominant guys who are very much so, especially on Lucas' side, just based off his roster prior to this trade. Like Lucas exactly. used, I don't know, like the true usage rate, but he's used to having the ball. I mean, a how lot. many minutes a game, bro? Like the whole game until he come out. <laughs> so it's like now, okay, yeah, I got somebody to share the ball with. And there, of course, everybody at first, oh yeah, they can share the ball to that. But as soon as you hit that floor together and start trying to get the ball to share together. Now you really see how much the ball don't have for each other, you know, and it's mm-hmm. it's just like that's the tough part that I don't see how it worked. And then I, I mean, yeah, they got better because obviously Kyrie's a, a hell of a player and a special skill set. But then what did they get around that? That's like, I mean, nothing. Like so, Brooklyn gets Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian. Finney they got Smith. him back. <laughs> yeah, he's back. I just saw right before we hit record. He was like, he quotes, he tweeted Shams. And I was like, whenever Shams tweets something, I know it's real. Guess me and my kids. He dropped their names. So he's like, I guess we get to go back home. Wow, that's so dope. So Loki, he's probably hype. Like, that's dope. And he get to like, play with KD at least. Right. So Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, long defender, 2027 second round pick. 
2029 first round pick unprotected 2029 second round pick that's and a then, lot i mean the mavericks they get Kyrie. so so this is my question bro you know how he said the next team he's in hopes that they sign him for a max for four years right four years right so if he didn't get traded from brooklyn he wanted to leave in free agency so does that mean that he's still up in leaves? the air does it that mean he still leaves Dallas to try to get to LA? Right. So that's my thought. Like, and I messaged you too, but I'm gonna put it on the pod. Like, Mark Cuban is definitely a savvy businessman on and off the court. He's done a lot, obviously, for the Mavericks and then all of his like other endeavors. But he's been pretty good about bringing guys in who are gonna stay long term. So maybe he knows something that we all don't. But like. Like Kyrie's you said, it's very, iffy, it's, it, bro, it's very possible that Kyrie plays the remainder of the season and then bounces. And then you just gave away half of your team. <laughs> he's so iffy, bro. And it's like, I'm going to be honest with you. Like like I said, he's a hell of a talent. Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking that away from him. But it's like, how do you do all this that you're doing? Do you expect everybody to just give you the max? To mess and, with you, like and, honestly? And, and like after a year, you might change your mind and not like the city no more. You might not like what's going on. You know, like – Things like that. Like, so I just don't get, like, yeah, teams were going to win, so they were going to do it. But it's like, why would you risk giving up half your team for a dude that just told Brooklyn at the beginning of the year he wanted to be traded, then come back and has conversations and says, I want to stay and give the black coach a chance, and then leaves again? I mean, bro, I'm even looking at numbers here real quick. Homie, he hasn't played – 60 games or more since 2017-18, his first year in Boston. That's horrible. So it's like, obviously the COVID stuff was there, and he had all of his, I mean, like what he believes in, how he moves, like everything. Like I get a lot of that, but like at the end of the day, man, like why would a team give you a four-year max if like they don't know you're committed to actually showing up to your job? Exactly, bro, like – why Why would you even feel like I'm supposed to give you my all when you're not going to give us your all back? And I just, I just feel like I just feel like at the end of the day, you asked for a lot for a dude who, you know, you, you left LeBron because you was worried about your ego. You didn't know who he was. He was trying to find yourself. Then – you know, you get to Boston, you ask them, can they keep you? Can you stay if they will, will let you? Then you mm-hmm. leave on them. You go to Brooklyn, where you're from, and you want to stay there for a max, and then they offer you the max, and then you leave. <laughs> I mean, he's been in Brooklyn since, what, 2019? And, like, there's been so much drama around the net since 2019. Kyrie coming, then not, then not playing. Harden coming and then leaving. Durant. Now, this is my question to you, too. So, like, when a lot of the talks about Kyrie wanting to go back to play with Braun, mm-hmm. which still could happen, like we've been saying, he might just play with Dallas for a couple months and bounce. But, like, I was having talks with people just to pick up and whatever. Like, if Kyrie was with LeBron and in the Lakers management and whatever, I feel like they wouldn't let him just sit out random games like he does now. No, because you, th- you got to think about it. They got AD who is injury prone. Mm-hmm. Then you got, um, you know, you got LeBron who's older. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you got to – he got to play. There's no choice. I just feel like LeBron wouldn't let him do that. Like, per- like 
man to man. He would hold him accountable and be like, dude, like you have to hoop. Where does that speak volumes to Durant? Like he was more an, of a nonchalant guy, like take care of your stuff, Kyrie. Like I'll be here. But then that ends up kind of biting him in the ass. Like dude left. Bite him in the ass big time. And they say KD was even uh, surprised by the fact that he was leaving. So, Like what do you think he's thinking right now? Like is he like, I'm happy this cat's gone to get away from the headache? Or is he like, why am I in Brooklyn now? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like he's – I feel like he already knew that Kyrie was going to leave. But I feel like he told the people or his camp told the people that he was surprised, you know, just so that it don't get out he want to leave next. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, he's the only one that locked in on the full-term deal. So yep, out of the three, him, Kyrie, and – Exactly. Um, so either he want to stay there full term and, you know, just work with what he got and get his, or he honestly going to work it out and stay there until it's his time to leave. It's uh, like, it's I mean, crazy like, either way. The players do have a lot of control over, like, their career, their path, whatever you want to call it. Right. But, like, to some extent, man, like, what are we doing? Like, why are guys leaving and coming and going, like, every single year? That's what, and and at this point, Kyrie is like, it's honestly getting old with him, and it's like, mm-hmm. I, I hate to sound like, uh, um, like I'm harping on it or getting on him, but it's like, dude, like, when is you gonna sit down? Because you want everybody to respect you, but then it's like, you're not, you're not sitting down with no team giving them your full, uh, all, and they're giving up their teams for you to come, and then you end up leaving anyways when you find something you don't like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what did you didn't like? What is it that you didn't like about Brooklyn? That's what I really want. Uh, okay, did you feel like I wasn't gonna win? Okay, I, I I hear that, you know, but voice that before you just bounce, like right. on KD, you know. Right. Like, did you talk to the coach? Did you talk to Durant? Did you talk to upper management, or were you just like, eh, I want to get traded? And then, for whatever reason, it happens within two days, like. And just think even how many months ago, like, Steve Nash was just there and then he got booted out. Like, there's been a lot of stuff going on in Brooklyn over the last couple months, years. Like, it just seems toxic, to be honest. Too toxic, bro. And it honestly makes me feel like like they over Kyrie. Mm-hmm. They this- definitely are. They, I mean, they shot him out. <laughs> so, like, yeah. what's up? Like, you think, like, basketball-wise, honestly, can Kyrie and Luca can they coincide? Oh man, I feel like they can, but I don't know. It's, I, um, I feel like I feel like it'll be you know good for regular season. Nothing f- like they'll go win a championship. Mm-hmm. It's definitely good for the highlight culture that we've been talking about the last couple episodes. Like, there's gonna be some crazy highlights between both of them. Obviously, they're both magicians with the basketball. Right. But it's like I. I don't know. I mean, Kyrie has played off the ball. Don't get me wrong. Playing with Braun, playing with KD, Harden, whoever. But, like, at the end of the day, he likes to have the pill. And Luka's very accustomed to having it from, what, like the age of 13 playing professionally. So, like, it definitely lessens Luka's load. He won't have all that pressure and just, like, the fatigue factor, everything. But – those two guys also they're both hotheads in their own to be honest definitely Definitely. they both bark at refs at teammates like i don't know man yeah like honestly bro that's what i'm saying i don't see how it coincide because if he couldn't last with kd and james harden how's he gonna last with luca whose team this is his Mm -hmm. yeah that's what i was just gonna say like 
if Kyrie goes in there and tries to talk his talk and Luca doesn't like it, then what happens? Like, exactly. That's his squad. Exactly. You can't go and tell this man what it is about anything because he was there. For, they drafted him. This is what you're 15. Yes. So, I mean, you can't tell them nothing. <laughs> and I'll, it's, uh, I'm interested though. Like, so whoever listens to this podcast episode, I put it on my Instagram story a little bit ago to definitely drop some feedback. Like y'all think this is a good trade, bad trade, whatever. Um, yeah, man. It's happening with us, man. We, we had to at least come on here and just shoot the shit a little bit just cause it's like, Honestly, man, like the NBA, I think a lot of people are starting to either really enjoy it or really dislike it based off of like the drama and entertainment factor that comes into play like every every day. Exactly. It's almost like not basketball. Exactly, bro. And it's like once they actually get on the court and hoop, that's the best part about it. It's lovely, mm-hmm. but it's like the antics outside of it. It's like, okay, yeah, we understand y'all want to take accountability into your own hand because you don't want to be used by no people because obviously we know it's a business. Once mm-hmm. you're washed up and can't play for them, no more they'll get rid of you. But at the same time, you got to understand, like, you know, you jump around from team to team, people getting bored with that. Mm-hmm. You know, like Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Kyrie, James Harden, those those guys, they're, like, good for it. You know, and it's like, honestly, we're getting tired of it. Well, did you see Harden when they came out with the all-star reserves the other day? He was like – Yeah, I seen that. Like, y'all bugging, basically. And it's mm-hmm. like, dude, I mean – Yeah, I seen that. Just I like, know. But, I mean, they bugging, but the season ain't even over. Houston has no chance at a championship, and you claim you're only playing for championships, and the rumor is already out that you're already thinking about going back. For what? Yeah, like, it's – When you ran from there. Why don't you just want to win with the squad you got? Like, focus on that. Like, you've oh, you've, yeah. you've oh, obtained yeah. how many All Star bouts? Like, yeah, you want to get there every year. Don't get me wrong, but like, man, you don't need bro. to go on social about go that. Go win, yeah, go win by now, bro. Like, I honestly feel like he's not even locked in to win no more. I feel like he just out there just to collect a check and then just you know, just go wherever he feel like it. You know, it's kind of funny, and it just makes me think. Like, so Kyrie, he's gonna be playing in the All Star game. And I know it's not like the traditional East West anymore. Right. But now he's randomly playing representing the Mavericks. <laughs> like That's what? Funny. That's funny. That reminds Coming me out, when like Dallas didn't, Mavericks. Didn't Allen Iverson when he got traded to Denver, he made it. Like it was kind of around this time frame. And he was repping it was either him or Mello going to the I wanna Knicks. say it was AI. I, for, I forget, but I yeah, like so he was AI randomly on the opposing conference, but like Technically, that's where he should be playing, and it was just interesting. So, so my question is, what number do Kyrie wear? Uh, I don't know. Does someone rock 11? I don't even know. That's what I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know either. Um, I mean, I'm just looking even at standings. Like, right now, the Nets are sitting in the fourth place in the Eastern Conference. They Which honestly, he helped them work up to. They've been hooping when him and Durant are both healthy and playing. Exactly. The Mavericks are sitting at the sixth spot in the West, which is a, a much tighter window, to be honest, from one through, let's say, 11, 12. And this is Kyrie's first time out in the West. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Wow. Yeah, man, that's a lot. I mean, we could sit here and talk about it all day, but mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah. day, I'm, I'm anxious to see what the people out there think about right, it. Right, right. Just quick, like, 30-minute episode. Definitely let us know what you guys think. Hit us up on Instagram, 
Twitter, GZ Hoops, Breaking Barriers Training. We'll be active. I mean, we're usually pretty active throughout the day, especially on the weekends. Exactly. Um, one final thing. I mean, before we end that EP, is this a W trade or an L trade for Dallas or Brooklyn? Or just the league as a whole? What do you think? L. That's what I, don't, I, I don't really see how Brooklyn got better, and then I don't see how Dallas got better. And that's why I feel like Brooklyn decided to take that L because – I feel like they could at least get rid of more. Just or, get rid of the, the chaos and just build for the future with those couple trade picks. Dinwiddie, exactly. who's played there before. Finney Smith, who's honestly having a pretty good year. Exactly. You could do that and then let Dallas deal with Kyrie's antics. And then, um, you know, he said he would go to Dallas, but of course he said he'd go to a lot of teams and then everything changed. And honestly, I feel like he'll be out of Dallas at the end of this year. So. You know, they just sent him to Dallas so he can a make a pit stop. Bro. Yeah, a make a little pit stop day. before you go to where you want to go. We ain't every, gonna send you where you want to go. Every team he's played on, he's been like, "Oh, I'll be here. I'm committed to this team." And then, boom, requests a trade. So, of course, I don't know, bro. So, thank you all for tapping in episode 82. Just quick episode. Um, like we said, let us know what y'all think. We'll get this up on Apple, Spotify. Thank you, Anchor, for letting us drop it real quick. Yes, sir. And- Hi, right, bro. We'll, we'll be talking throughout the day. Yes, sir. I'm going to get it up and tap in, bro. Yes, sir.